Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of It's a Bet, presented by 10,000 Takes. I'm your host, Bossman, joined by producer Cam, producer of our podcast, It's a Bit and Wags. If you don't know who we are, we're 10,000 Takes, a digital entertainment network based out of the Twin Cities that covers Minnesota sports outdoors events in a comedic and funny fashion. This show specifically, It's a Bet, covers sports betting with a little bit of a Minnesotan flavor. And before we get into um, some of our segments, we just want to tell you about how we legally place bets in the state of Minnesota. Uh, Wags, do you want to tell the people about Better Edge? Yeah, the one and only Better Edge. They've been sponsoring us for a while now. They are a great legal betting platform right here in the state of Minnesota. You just go to betteredge.com to sign up. You're going to have to enter your location services to confirm you're in Minnesota. But once you do, it's a big party. We have a promo code and everything, don't we, Cam? Yes, we do. I uh, I don't have the greatest success on there, but you guys should go on there and fade me because that's the beauty of it. It's like a stock market. So you go against other real people. There's no fees and always try to pick my bets because you're going to win. And if you use the code 10K, you get a free $20 when you sign up to bet. So, boom, you start off with $20 free money to bet with. And guess what? Once you win a bet, just put that money right in your bank account or just keep doubling your money. Mm-hmm. Yep. BetterEdge.com, promo code 10K to get that free 20 bucks. It's a blast. As Cam said, no fees. You can do head to head betting, public and private betting competition, specifically before game two of the NBA Finals. They're doing an NBA Finals pick 'em competition. And the winner by the end of the finals, who I think they just give you like a thousand. Uh, free edge coins, they call them, which is like fake currency. Um, maybe not in better edge land, but uh, and whoever ends up with the most edge coin by the end of the NBA finals actually gets a free $500 in cash in their better edge account. Cash, cash money, turn fake money into real money. Who wouldn't want to do that? That's basically, yeah, that's that's what you'd have to do. So, once again, betteredge.com, promo code 10k. All right, let's get into the show. We got our bet of the week, which is kind of our signature bet or a good bet we liked last week. Um, we also have uh, funny prop bets, so just making up some funny prop bets that asking each other if we'd bet on them. And our final segment is bad beat season. That's a, that's a trigger warning. Trigger warning uh, engaged because uh, there's some pretty bad horror stories out there in the betting world, so we're going to read through some of them. But like we said, uh, bet of the week is just something we liked that we won over the course of the last week or a bet we like upcoming. Uh, Cam, as the guest of this week's show, uh, what is your one of your bets this week? My bet of the week, um, I just cashed um, the night before we were recording this. Um, I cashed the Braves minus one and a half over the damn Rockies. The, if, if anyone knows, the last couple days or the last couple weeks, I have had a vendetta against the Rockies. I've found myself betting on the Rockies for whatever reason. They're You're awful. a Rocky guy. They're the worst. And they've burned me every single time. So last, last night, I was like, you know what? I'm going to go against them. I'm going to squash the beef. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to bury the Rockies forever. So I had a minus one and a half. It was zero zero going to the bottom of the 10th. I'm like, oh, here we go. This is great. And then the beautiful man, Matt Olson, rips a two RBI double. And then they scored another run, too. And they covered and they won three to one. It was great. Well, that's what's nice about spreads for baseball, because if it goes into extras, a team could still technically win by 10 points, right? Like so or 10 yeah. runs, right? So you can still have a chance that covered the spread in extras, which I love about baseball. And what do they call the spread in baseball? Is it the run line? <laughs> yeah, it's weird. But it's so they weird how they do that. Yeah. And hockey, they do the puck line. The puck line. Yeah. yeah. Beach, spread. It's Beach had a great blog about a that on our weird, website. It's weird how they did that. They're like, but, you know what? Screw the term that everyone else uses. We're going to make up our own. People hate the extra inning run rule 
like where they have they start with a runner on second base it literally saved me in this bet otherwise i would not have covered so i'm all for that rule now. or not- for uh over unders too i bet yeah yeah true i i do not like that rule though it, just does, it. it doesn't seem like baseball at all you know it's just yeah. it's like what well, you sign with someone on second you just need a single and the game's yeah. over but then you think about it, it's like a good hitter is only hitting the ball three out of ten times so it's like oh, i guess it makes sense but whatever i hate it but it worked last night so now i don't hate it as much i would i would imagine in the betting world people feel the same about um college football overtime because oh yeah if you have an over or like an under and they go to or they go to um it's called overtime in football right yeah yeah football's been gone i know that's sad that's really sad but dude it's been like so long since i've sat and watched football i've been such a hockey basketball guy even soccer guy baseball like i i forgot what the term was for a second there well how electric if nfl would change over to college football overtime rules nfl would be like it's already the number one sport in america but it would make it even more watchable what they what they should do so they have the 15 minute overtime and if in a regular season game if it still ends in a tie like the game is just a tie it's over they should have a 10 minute period or quarter i should see whatever you want to see i'm telling you (laughs) on my mind right Uh, whatever you want to call it and then if that ends without a score then you do go into the college football overtime rules that way there's always a winner football could implement a three-on-three system because three-on-three hockey is the best thing ever why don't we do three-on-three football you get a a a center a nose guard and then a corner a wide receiver a linebacker and a quarterback isn't that what the xfl did did yeah. they? I thought they did like a oh, big I feel shootout was... system like how, that. Yeah, how about did. you do the Oklahoma drill? Or oh, just yes. and you just run through just people. Just murdering people. Dude, <laughs> speaking of the XFL, back when they were like, screw the coin toss, we're going to have both guys run from opposite end zones <laughs> at the football and a guy tears his ACL on the first play. <sighs> That's a lawsuit waiting to happen. By the way, the USFL is still in action. I had no idea until yesterday. Yeah, they, uh, they're not doing a great job advertising. They have worse marketing than the NHL. Yeah, no, like, holy crap. NHL on ESPN, they just they just use the same clip over and over again. And then like when the Blues lose, they just cut that part out of the clip and the commercial is just shorter. NHL on ESPN has been so bad. I'm not sure if you guys have noticed this, but the audio for every single game, starting back in game one in the first series, has been off. Yeah, and I yeah. know they do that on purpose because they want to censor the swearing and stuff like that. Yeah. But That's it, hockey, it ruins the game because right. like you, you hear, he scores! And then three seconds later they score actually yeah right throwing it back to the usfl quick one point i was gonna make it's really hard for them to market when they have teams from like other cities but they all play in birmingham alabama yeah it makes no sense <laughs> you're not gonna get any loyalty or people outside that right. area to care right, yeah, exactly. right no one's gonna take a flight down to alabama to watch a usfl game like you gotta try yeah, yeah but that, we could but... watch uh kyle slaughter bro dude oh, the slaughter house the slaughter house yes, <laughs> uh you're listening to it's a bet presented by Ten Thousand takes we're going through our bets of the week either favorite bets we cashed on or favorite ones we got coming up wags what do you got uh sunday night here tonight i'm gonna take boston on the money line plus Ooh. 176 against the warriors now if you guys are not aware in game one boston had an amazing amazing comeback and just because of that comeback alone i am all i'm all team boston now because I hate Draymond Green. Bastard. <laughs> okay, if you don't remember, Draymond Green attacked the Timberwolves for blowing huge leads time in and time out, saying, championships don't do that. My teams, the Warriors, would never do that. We're not the Timberwolves. I, they just did it, and instead of uh, instead of owning up to it, he's like, ah, it's fine. You know, we led for three-fourths of that game. We're the better team. We'll just pick it up tomorrow. He is such a hypocrite, and he is so annoying. And I swear to God, if him and Kirk Cousins weren't friends, I would just completely cut Draymond Wait, out of my life. what? They're friends? Oh, they both went to Michigan State. So yeah. Oh, they went to the same, the same school. Do you guys know that Draymond, like, recorded a podcast after game one? Yeah, he has like, his own podcast. Yeah. Trash. 
That's such a weird thing to do. Well, see, um, when he started uh, talking all that crap about Pat Bev and all the, the Timberwolves yeah. and stuff like that, I was like, oh, is, is he now a, is he not playing anymore? I thought he was just like a media personality. Like, I literally yeah. thought he was no longer playing. Well, and KD was going after Draymond as well. I, KD That's has been funny. on a warpath yeah. on Twitter, which is <laughs> hilarious. But, uh, yeah, he was like, he was basically ro- trying to roast Draymond. Draymond's like, yo, how's y'all view from your couch? <laughs> it's always the best. Dude, yeah. I love uh, when uh, KD, like, he, he has a bunch of Twitter burners, and it's so funny when, <laughs> when he accidentally, like, tweets from his main account but thinks this is burners. It's happened yeah, yeah. several times. Draymond's a clown, though. Like, he, he that, first of all, that podcast is horrible. And they he just signed a contract, I think, with, like, TNT or Turner Sports or something to be a personality while still playing, which is weird. But he, like, on his podcast, he said that the Warriors have never been beat, like, as a whole, which is just not true. What does that mean? What does that even he, mean? He, like, means that they've never been beat fair and square in the finals. What you, about? Like, you can't say that when, like, you beat other teams in the finals when they were hurt. and mi- Every team has players. injuries. Yeah, Every he, team has a chip on their yeah, shoulder. They, they were already, point. like, the best team in the league, and then they added KD, you know? Right. like yeah. Dude, both in the NBA and the NHL, the road to, like, the championship is so long. Like, everyone's going into that game a little hurt. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's well, just the way it is. And Draymond tried saying that, well, he was like, well, I was suspended for game five, so that doesn't count. I'm like, dude, it's your fault. That right. You were <laughs> that is absolutely your fault. Yeah. So that like, doesn't count. <laughs> and he likes to kick people in the midsection, so I don't like that guy. Yeah. Although the clip of him like laughing at the NBA All Star game when Fergie was giving the <laughs> national anthem was all time. I'll give him that. But uh, all right, yeah, my bet of the week along the same lines of NBA. I got Celtics plus four. I, I do like the money line. What was what are they on the money line? Plus one seventy six. Okay, yeah. So this is more via, via better's edge, right? I think this is plus one ten. But uh, Celtics plus four tonight. Uh, Al Hortford wants this more than anyone. Did you guys know going into Game One that Al Hortford had the most playoff games played? while not making it to a championship like really? he had been in the like the basically the, the Chris Paul effect yeah uh he had played the most playoff games without ever getting to a championship so like i kind of want to see him win it just just to like it's just an inspiring story has he spent his whole career in boston no he he's been around he rose with atlanta okay back when him and like josh smith would go nuts but then yeah. he like bounced around a little bit with like the Thunder, the 76ers, Boston. Now he's back in Boston. Okay, so. but he, yeah, so there was a time though in the past where he played for Boston. Yeah. Okay, because for some reason, whenever I picture Al Horford, I just picture him in a Boston jersey. So, well, and you want to know what his key to success is? Not texting Kobe weird <laughs> like Jason did. And then taking <laughs> screenshots of it and uploading it to Twitter. For clout, for clout. <laughs> so weird. But uh, I also want to say this too. Uh, most of this team has never even sniffed the finals, so it would be very great to see Boston That's, win it. I'm so sick of Golden State. I hate dynasties. Yeah. That's why I'm actually really glad that what's happening uh, with, between Tampa Bay and the Rangers is happening because I hate seeing teams win it year or be in it year after year. It's just not fair. I want some diversity up in here. That's yeah. why I'm staying away from betting on that game because Golden State's such a powerhouse and they just got slapped in the face at home, and now they have to play one more game at home before they go on the road on the other side of the country i just find it like i find it hard to believe that they're gonna lose but at the same time i know if i bet on boston they're gonna lose we'll see and i felt the, win, if, so. i felt the same way though about the minnesota wild game six and they're playing the blues i was like this is an elimination game there's mm-hmm. no way they're not gonna show up and then they just don't show up right yeah. so it's, you just never know but basketball is so weird i it's use such a uh, weird sport yeah i i leverage like a lot of just experts on when i make my picks and like i, I looked up like some experts picks on on this game specifically and they were talking about golden state and they were like, Golden State's gonna win minus four. And I like look at their reasoning. It's like they can't they can't lose two at home. They're not gonna lose <laughs> two at home. Like 
is, is that it? Like yeah. you, you guys are supposed to be experts. You're supposed to be mathematicians. They, they're not gonna. They're not gonna drop two at home. Why? They're just not. They're just not good on it. Okay. This is. I have no facts behind it, but they they're, they're gonna win. That's basically they're, what they're, they're saying. I mean, they're probably yeah. I just like I think Boston plus four is a good pick and 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 money line if you're looking for kind of an underdog just because. Like I, I think if Boston's gonna lose, it's not gonna be by a lot. Every time the Heat had a big lead on Boston, Boston's like the comeback. They they always come back, even if they lose. Like they'll lose by only a little bit. I, I see. I definitely do like the spread more than the straight money line pick, though. hundred yeah. percent. Yeah, I will say like it is refreshing. Like even though the Warriors are a dynasty and we've seen them a lot, like this series is gonna be electric. These two mm-hmm. teams playing against each other are so fun to watch. It's probably gonna go best. to it's probably gonna go to game seven no matter what. Yeah, I think so too. Uh my other lock, actually I do have another one. I have over two sixteen and a half. Um they it was two eleven and a half on God, we had to, Thursday night. So yeah. sucks so bad they didn't get to play last night. Yeah. But yeah. um uh I have over two sixteen and a half. Their last three games playing each other, two twenty eight in game one, uh two sixteen and then two twenty. Their last uh, last three times playing each other, so I like over two sixteen and a half. And also, what happens when the Warriors lose? Steph shoots the ball more. When Steph shoots the ball more, he scores more. Uh, also, Clay Thompson is extremely motivated by another yacht party with uh, Instagram <laughs> models if they win the NBA Finals. So I think Just, basically like putting a, a hot dog in front of a bigger person, having him run on the treadmill. That's basically like Clay with Instagram models and yacht parties uh, to win the NBA Finals. Was it so, him that had the Instagram live thing? Or was that Devin Booker? That was Devin Booker Uh, in the bubble. Yeah, that's right. In the bubble. God. During COVID. You got to love it. I like the NBA bubble. Like, if we think back to that, like, what a disaster. Like, let's put the biggest group of degenerates on the planet with, like, no women in the bubble and just see what happens. There's so many different sports with funny bubble stories, too. The NBA had their own. Was that the Rachel Nichols stuff? Yeah. Is that that happened in the NBA bubble as well? I think so. Where she allegedly got with Jimmy Buckets. Yeah. That, that, I think it happened like within like close to the same week. The Devin Booker thing happened where he's just doing it with a chick on Instagram Live. Yeah. And then <laughs> at, at the end of that week, Lou Williams is eating chicken wings at a strip yes, club. Yes. Yeah. He, <laughs> he just he, left. The he bubble. leaves to go to a strip club and everyone's like, why'd you do that? And he's like, oh, they got good chicken wings. It's like, stop. Hey, he didn't say they had good. They said they have the best chicken okay. wings True. ever. Okay. okay. <laughs> you got to get that right. He's probably never eaten at any other place before. Yeah. So conveniently. Yeah, well, right. I remember uh, a lot of people made it made it like a whole bit like, okay, are the, are the wings here really that good? And they started planning out trips to that place <laughs> well, or the wings. Apparently they are amazing. Well, go, going back to the whole putting a bunch of degenerates in in one area um weren't they at disneyland to, or disney world yeah it was like the it was in orlando i That's think so, so funny yeah, world of sports the world of dreams let's just put a bunch of degenerates Dude, whenever yeah. i think of uh the bubble i just remember you bring this up a lot Stephen a smith <laughs> he's like they were discussing on their show like hey maybe every nba team should be at the bubble just so everyone can practice and get on the same page and all of a sudden Stephen a smith's like the timberwolves and you just start they should not be in the bubble and that just was, starts going yeah off. that was back when the, the timberwolves were like a bottom five team in the mm-hmm. league and someone was like well there's three games left in the season for everybody do you think everybody deserves to finish those three games in the bubble he's like the timberwolves no the timberwolves should not be going to the bubble it was the best ever. dude we still say it all like yeah. in the house i'll just randomly hear jake just yell the timberwolves <laughs> oh man r.i.p the timberwolves but uh folks that was bet of the week you're listening to it's a bet we'll be right back with uh funny prop bets so yeah you're listening to it's a bet presented by Ten Thousand takes on the fan Hello, everybody, and welcome back to It's a Bet, presented by 10,000 Takes on the Fan. You're joined by Boss Man, 
uh, producer Cam and Wags. We're, uh, we just did our bets of the week, and now we're going to do funny prop bets. But before we do that, we got to tell you, if you liked us, 10K Takes, you like what we do, you like our logo, you can get a hat now with our logo on it and a tank. Wags, where can they find that hat? At the one of the greatest Minnesota companies around. That is Soda Stick. You can go to SodaStick.com. You can just search 10K, uh, and it'll pop up. Or I'm pretty sure it's actually on their featured page, at least for the next few weeks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's Summerline, so it's a, like a golf-style hat uh, with, with nice, uh, what do you call it, like the holes that, like, allow your head to breathe in a hat. You know how, like, they have that? Yeah. It has it's that. It's just built with airflow technology. There it is. <laughs> that Nike dry fit. Yes. Remember when dry fit was, like, a thing? Yeah, everyone um, needed it. But, yeah, the 10K hats are cool. It's a Sodan logo and then kind of like a black and red cord, if you know what I'm talking about. If you're, like, a golf hat guy, it's a golf hat. Or if you're a tank guy, you want to show off the guns. Sun's out, guns out. It's Thick Boy Summer. You can buy the tank on there as well and put your name on the back of it. Yeah, so you can either just buy it like a tank straight up, or you could get it personalized and customized and make it look like a basketball jersey. I know Jake, yeah. Jack, and I all have um, I'll have them, and they look absolutely amazing. And the next time we play basketball, I think we're going to look pretty good. I, can, I just ordered mine as we're talking right now. You're a basketball I, I jersey guy. You're a basketball yeah, guy. That's why yeah. I ordered it. It's NBA Finals, too, so why wouldn't you want a basketball jersey? Right. But yeah, go to SodaStick.com, search 10K, get our hat, get our tank. Be ready for the summer. But like we said, we just did bet of the week, and now we're going to move into one of my favorite segments, uh, funny made-up prop bets. So if you don't know what a prop bet is, here's a little education for you. It's kind of a bet outside of your traditional team bets where you could bet on weird players' results. Uh, for example, like hockey, a prop bet would be a goal in the first 10 minutes, McKinnon over-under shots, saves for basketball, maybe free throws by a single player, just these really weird, quirky bets. And what we did around here is we we took that to more of an entertaining light. We're like, let's make up just some funny prop bets that we wish we could bet on. So let's kind of go in a circle here. Wags, uh, what do you got for your first prop bet? Okay, mine is the amount of time someone drops the F-bomb when Tyler Duffy takes the mound for the Minnesota <laughs> Twins. I'm going to set up at mm-hmm. 3.5. Do you guys think that that would be over or under? What would you take there? Uh, hammering the over, especially lately. It's There's been a lot of F-bombs. Yeah, it's, see, it's, it's been bad. It's uh, As soon as you see him in the bullpen and you see uh, the pitching coach come out to change the pictures, and you, you just you know that the game's about to change drastically. Oh, yeah. So I was watching the game on Friday night when Duffy got put in, and I did drop probably over three F-bombs. So just based on historical analysis of myself, I will take the over as well. And you know what's funny? Because I just, like, casually watch the game. Like, I don't pay – I normally have it on in the background, but it's funny because I'll always know when Duffy's pitching is because Twitter automatically just gets <laughs> lit on fire. Dude, we were beating uh, – Friday night, we were beating, like, the Blue Jays by six runs. It's fantastic. Right after everyone all week cried that we were going to lose that series. And Duffy comes in the game, and it immediately, like, he, does, he doesn't even pitch a ball yet, and he immediately, it just goes to, like, negativity yeah. on, like, Twins Twitter. <laughs> it's hilarious to see that flip switch with just one guy. See, I love no matter what, like, uh, no matter what subgroup it is within Minnesota Twitter, it eventually just gets super toxic and negative. Oh, yeah. And for Twins Twitter, it's definitely around Tyler Duffy. Yeah, it's yeah. tough. Uh, Producer Cam, what do you got for a prop bet? My first one is the amount of mouth guard Steph Curry goes through during the NBA Finals. <laughs> oh, true. I set it at 13 and a half. Okay. That sounds like a lot, but have you guys seen him? That's like kind of his trademark now. He just he, chews on that thing the whole time. He abuses it. He's like, he Patrick Haynes it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure it turns into liquid by the time he's done with it. He just breaks well, it down that much. And like, hey, like, you're also playing basketball. Why are you wearing, like, I understand elbows and crap fly, but like, you don't need a basketball, yeah, or you, you don't need a mouth guard in basketball. What, what are you going to do, like, bite your tongue on accident? Like, yeah. yeah, it must be a comfort thing. I don't know, but it's it's kind of annoying. I don't it's, see it, like, with any other basketball players, really, like, very rarely. Yeah, At least, like, either. I guess I only watch Timberwolves, and none of them have it. Right. Yeah, no, I, I, I like that one. I'm definitely I'm definitely going to – well, I'm going to take the under. 13.5 is pretty aggressive. 
uh, maybe one a quarter. So I said during the whole NBA Finals. Oh, so until, it depends oh, on how long the series. Okay, I thought you go. meant yeah. during one game. I guess that is very series contingent. So you'd have to like so to do this math, you'd have to actually like okay, I I think it's gonna go this long and then divide it. By if it four, goes to right? game seven, hammer the over for sure because yeah, he does absolutely abuse that mouth guard during the game. <laughs> it's so bad. It reminds me. I don't know why it reminds me of this, but do you remember when uh, Christian Ponder used to put his mouth guard on his ear? Like, that's <laughs> yes. the most disgusting thing ever. Well, then no. Mean? Well, then no one wants to like tackle him because they're afraid he's just covered in his own saliva. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you don't want to be getting germs, man. There's, it's winter time when the NFL is playing. But yeah, that's that's pretty gross. I also love the classic like put it in the like the weird part of your helmet thing that like yeah. Wentz and Cousins do. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. That weird like nick it in there, but um, yeah. All right, Wags, you got another? Oh no, I got to get. Oh, jeez, I just, no. I skip myself. You see, that's how that's how <laughs> selfless I am. God, you're just such a nice I guy. I care more. <laughs> you're just a man of the people. I care more about your guys' content than my own. <laughs> um, all right, I have a percentage of uh, Minnesota Twitter users. That are blocked by Tim Brewster. <laughs> <laughs> so keep the chili hot. So former coach, I like uh, Randball from uh, the Star Tribune. Yeah. I love the way he worded it. He said like temperature enthusiast, <laughs> former Minnesota <laughs> Gophers head coach Tim Brewster. Um, he uh, so yeah. What happened is he accepted a job recently with Deion Sanders down in Jackson State, I believe, to coach the tight ends and the wide receivers. And uh, with Tim Brewster being back in the news, uh, Minnesotans around here took to doing one of two things. The, the first thing was saying congratulations and highlighting all the amazing things he's done in his career. And the other half of people trolled the, the living hell out of him, yeah. including me. It was it was great. As soon as they announced it, Twitter literally just blew up. Mm. So so to both types of events, uh, Tim Brewster, Coach Brewster, had uh, only Coach one Brewster. response. He just blocked everybody. <laughs> I think he's actually trying to like forget about the state of Minnesota and his past by literally blocking everyone. I tweeted at him on uh, Thursday night. I said, hey, Coach, can you please block me? Question mark. I was blocked within a minute. He I must was, be very active on oh, Twitter. Yeah. He was, was, yeah. I was like laying in bed. Um, I have post notifications on for you because that's how much I care about you. Wow. And that's awesome and kind of creepy at the same time. <laughs> it's a very Andy-like <laughs> move yeah. there, Cameron. No, it was, <laughs> it was like 11.30 p.m. and I was just on my phone like trying to fall asleep. And then I just see Jack tweet at Tim Brewster, can you block me? I was dying because he did it right away. Yeah, he blocked me right away. I go, thanks, coach! Well, exclamation point. So honestly, though, like because he did it, like he's not a D-bag. He's just a genuinely good dude trying to help out the fans. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So mine, mine is yeah over seventy percent and a half. You guys taking the over? Yeah, hundred percent. He uh, sure. well, does he not understand why people of Minnesota don't like him? Like, right. I feel like it, it was a disaster. Be, it should be very obvious. And what is uh, what does Dion see in him? I, I mean, apparently he's been pretty successful doing this whole like uh, wide receiver and tight end coach thing. Okay, I wouldn't say he's quite as successful as onside kicking coach Mike Hawk. Yeah, University of Minnesota, but one of the best around. I know. Uh, I think. Well, where was Brewster before? Was he Florida State? I remember he got hired with them to do that for a little bit. I don't know what he's been up to since then. I'm surprised he wasn't a, a cook. That's why it caught me off guard. I haven't really he's heard the chili hot. <laughs> he's been actually doing a world chili tour. He's yes. been going to various chili cooking contests. He's been judging them all around and, the world. Yeah, testing how hot they are. Chili con- <laughs> the chili connoisseur. Dude, he, he was just one of those classic coaches who had like all of like the right sayings and actually just did nothing about it. Yeah. <laughs> so like, you know, I would love PJ Flex coaching ability mixed with uh, Brewster's sayings. You know, you know what Tim Brewster was? He had all those sayings and wasn't that great of a coach, honestly. Um, he is like 
like the guy that plays baseball that wears every accessory but sits on the bench. Yep. That's exactly what yep. he was. And just does a bunch of signs, but right. then like strikes out. <laughs> he's got the pit vipers. He's got an arm sleeve on. Yeah. You know, just, <laughs> yeah, he's got tights on. He's and got Zebo yeah. shield everything. Oh, he has a big dip band. And he's really he's really vocal the whole game. He's, right? a, he, he's in the dugout doing monster kicks, just waiting for a shot. <laughs> yeah. He finally gets a pinch hit in the ninth yeah. when his team's up by six. Yeah, you're listening to It's a Bet. We're doing uh, funny prop bets or, or weird, quirky things that we'd love to bet on if we could. Uh, Wags, what do you got for your second one? Okay, I think this would be a great thing to bet on. That would be the first person in the Oilers line when they're shaking hands with the Avs when the series is over. The very first person in the line. I'm going to set Connor McDavid at plus 350. Oh. Only and That's probably who I would choose, but here's the thing. The captains, they either are going to jump to the front of the line or they'll be at the very end after they can sell all their boys. Yeah. So I just don't know. Is, is Connor going to be at the front of the line or that, back? That would be actually awesome. That's such an insane bet. Right? What did you put the odds at? I did plus 350. Connor McDavid because because you know anything can happen so like I mean any player can accidentally jump in the front of the line well it kind of depends on how self-centered he is because I know like Ovi like refuses and or like no one else is allowed to go through the goal line first even if he doesn't score Mm. so like if McDavid's one of those guys who's like listen I'm I'm captain like I'm gonna be the first man in line go for it otherwise yeah he might be consoling a teammate who's crying Mm -hmm. so we'll see that that's the thing like captains that's their I feel like a lot of them are they would take it as their own responsibility to lead the handshake. Right, right. But yeah, I wonder if you like did research on that. Like in the NHL playoffs this year, like for example, was Spurgeon the first one in the handshake line? I yeah, can, yeah. Can, can or we had to look at the, the last series that the Oilers won and see was where was McDavid in this? True, right? you got to use historical <laughs> analysis, yes, historical I, data. I don't remember if Spurgeon was the first one. I was crying. No, I turned. Yeah, on, I, I know. Turned, I was I turned the TV really off. drunk by that point. <laughs> yeah, it was yes. bad. But, but no, I I love that like bet like the thought of it i don't know if i would take it at those odds just because there's so many players on the yeah, team yeah. To where i think i would need better like but it would make more odds. sense for him than anyone right, for sure do you think that's fair though to set like that's the favorite odds yeah, plus 350 yeah. but yeah, like yeah for me i think i would go something like dry sidle plus like 650 or something like that yeah. just like second best player evander kane seems like the kind of guy who's like no i'm going first in the line i hope dude. evander kane doesn't make it through the line yeah no i yeah just get a yeah sucker he punch. might just take one of the face dude. yeah the, the worst human being see ever. one of my favorite mo- i was i grew up a big uh sioux hockey fan and one of my favorite moments growing up was when one of the sioux players pulled the golfer player out of the handshake line at the end of the series and just started wailing on him. It was, oh, yeah. yeah it was a crazy series man but yeah, yeah that's awesome no i like that um cam what do you got uh, my second bet is the amount of times going back to the Oilers, Mike Smith lets in a full ice shot in the Western <laughs> Conference Finals. We're used to a full court shot, but if you guys saw against Calgary, Mike Smith let in a full that, ice shot. That'll never get old. That was the worst thing I've ever seen. It was pretty bad. I was dying. I put it at 0.5 because okay. odds are it's probably not going to happen, but it would be just hilarious if you could bet on that. My favorite part of when he, he like, so pretty much a defenseman shot at the top of the circles in his own zone and he scored <laughs> on Mike Smith and Mike Smith, he like looked around to try to blame someone else mm-hmm. immediately yeah. after it happened and it was so funny. That was my thing too i'm like who are you trying to blame <laughs> he's like, like, looking. he looked around it was almost like uh kind of uh sam darnold saying he's seeing ghosts out there yeah it's kind of right. like mike smith he was he was seeing ghost defensemen who ended up tipping the puck into his own net i will i will say i have seen this before but the only difference was where the people on the ice were about 10 years old 
Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there are a lot of children who could have stopped that puck. It's For sure. it's really fun to think about. Or you might see like uh, just like a puck with a bunch of really weird bounces somehow find its way in, but like that's a lot more excusable than what happened. Yeah, you it was know, a last straight week. shot. It wasn't bouncing. It, it was the easiest save he probably would have made all year, and then yep. he just lets it in. I think I said. I think we discussed this too. Like when it happened, like right after it happened, and I, my only thing was like, could you imagine if the Oilers had a good goalie? <laughs> they right. would be. They would be um, a wagon. Well, who's up. their backup? That Friedrich. Frederick Anderson. Uh, yeah, who like or, I remember he went back. He went back to his home country, like wherever Finland or Switzerland or wherever, and just like talked crap about everyone in the Oilers organization. And then like <laughs> they found out, and he was That's like, awesome. "Oh, I didn't, I didn't think you guys would find out." It's like you talk to the Finnish media or whoever. It is, it is funny because uh, Canadian hockey lately is just like Minnesota sports, to where if they had a good goalie, they would still lose in the finals because yeah. they can't win. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, all right, my next one, odds that the Live Saudi Tour fails, minus 1,000. That's more of just personal bias. <laughs> but uh, I think yesterday the news dropped that Kevin Na just switched, just signed over, who is an absolute nobody. Um, and then uh, Dustin Johnson on Wednesday night signed a $120 million contract with the Live Saudi uh, PGA Holy. Tour competitor. It's crazy, but here, I there's no way this league works out. $120 million? It, Yeah. Jesus. This goes back to like every competitor, like every competitor who's tried to create a, a league competing with like the dominant league. It's every time you see someone try to compete with the NFL, you can't just put throw a bunch of money at something and say it's going to work. Like this, there's no way that you compete with the PGA unless they bring over more players. Like just a couple guys who sold out for big contracts is not enough to like get fans to invest in it. Yeah, but that Saudi money, that Saudi money is like endless, <laughs> man. Like they can, they right? Can, they can do no, this and, for and every golfer. I feel you, like, you, you, yeah, it's going to be tough to win over some though because the PGA is historically. I mean, you have. All, all the majors that are under the PGA, you have yep. the Masters, the PGA Championship, you have the players, the American Fan, U.S. Will Open, be with the PGA. like that. That's all with the PGA. Like yeah. the Saudis, the Saudi Tour is going to have to match the it, it, not only like those tournaments, but the history behind them. Like golf is such a legendary sport; like it goes back to hundreds of years, and the PGA has always been the dominant one. So, like, I think just a bunch of like millionaires playing in the desert isn't going to attract and, enough people. How how big is the golf audience in the Middle East? Do you have any? Be. It can't. It, it can't probably be. doesn't exist. Yeah. Do you, do you think the PGA will let Dustin Johnson back in if he le- comes back? I mean, probably that, because it's Dustin yeah. Johnson. Yeah. I mean, so just, like people are like mad at him. Like honestly, go get the bag and come back after it fails. Yeah. I, well, I like, see. I can understand why. Pete, like it's like the moral fact. Where is that money coming from? Is it coming on the back right. of slave labor? Yeah, coming dude, on the back of oil labor? It's, it's the oil or really evil people are probably the people who are actually making this happen and providing the money. Like right? someone was bored and was like, let's try to compete with the PGA Tour. Like, what are you doing? Mm. Like, just enjoy yourself. <laughs> well, and see, I've been a fan of the UFC for a long time. They moved during the pandemic most of their fight cards to Dubai, and mm, like yep. there was a, a lot of people were really upset just because they had to like build special stadiums for that and like apparently like yeah, yeah they essentially use slave labor to build everything well and it's funny because the counter argument to the whole thing is like yeah like wouldn't like if you were him wouldn't you take that money you definitely would and then, and then someone under that like on twitter responded they're like well you know some people actually play golf for more than money they actually want to compete but mm-hmm. i don't know we'll see if it fails or not uh folks that was funny prop bets stick around after the break we're gonna do bad beat season read off some bad bets that people made so you're listening to it's a bet presented by 10,000 takes on the fan all right welcome back to it's a bet presented by 10,000 takes on the fan sports betting show with a minnesotan flavor 
Uh, 10,000 takes is happy partners of Vivid Seats. Zane, you start off the ad read with that line you just gave during the commercial. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, do you go to sporting events but currently hate the seats you currently have? Well, let us introduce to you Vivid Seats. Yeah, Vivid Seats, man. They're like Ticketmaster. They're a ticket exchange. Sports. Uh, you can go to concerts. You can do plays if Co- you're into Comedy that shows. Comedy shows. Vivid Seats is a ticket dealer uh, that we work with. And actually, if you use promo code 10K when you check out your tickets, if you're brand new to Vivid Seats, you get $20 off your first order, which will cover all of those fees that you hate to pay. O- order over $200. Promo code 10K gets you 20% off those tickets. Vivid Seats. I mean, I know we bought, I think, tickets through Vivid Seats for the Twins game. Yeah, I was gonna, I was gonna say we did like a group outing there, and it was great seats for a great price. Bunch of baseball guys getting yeah. banged up on the third deck of the first baseline. Yeah, Target it was, it was Field. Awesome. Summer's back. And hey, make sure to use that the code 10K even if you're an existing customer because it does show. It just supports the brand, and you know it. Uh, it gives us the money that K Fan refuses to give to us. So there we go. <laughs> oh. yeah, you heard that, Abbott? Yeah, I was gonna say, uh, hopefully <laughs> Call them out. Listening. Call them out in the middle of an ad read. I love it. <laughs> I love it. But yeah, folks, we've already done a bet of the week. We've done funny prop bets. And now we'll move to the saddest yet also most entertaining segment, bad beat season. If you don't know what a bad beat is in the sports betting world, it's basically a really bad loss. Something that was supposed to hit, that was about to hit, and then some crazy event turned you into an unlucky person and you lost. So we compiled both stories from ourselves and from all over the internet. We're just going to read a few off for your entertainment. So Wags, uh, do you want to start us off? Yeah, this is one of my favorite bad beats of all time. This is uh, the 2021 Super Bowl. Pat McAfee did a live stream. He decided to put down $30,000 on the coin toss. He was like, you know what? I'm going with tails. The coin toss happens. The spoiler alert. It wasn't tails. I had tails as well. I think everyone I knew had tails on it. But you didn't have thirty thousand dollars. I did not. Yeah, I I had twenty bucks. Yeah, right. Like I had just a tiny bit, but too like the I think the payout would have been like twenty nine k. So like Mm. it was like it was not a favorite. Or no, it was a favorite. It was, but they they have a fee. Yeah, yeah. There was a fee for both. That's the vig right there. One k. Well, both of them uh, heads and tails were both like. What, 50 50 minus 105 yeah but yeah. tails never fails unless it does except when it, it does. except yeah. when it does yeah yeah but that's uh dude and see that that clip of him doing that is live his reaction is live on youtube and you guys got to check it out because you can see a man physically break in that video and i highly recommend checking out him losing thirty thousand dollars on tails well i just highly recommend you prop bet on the super bowl it's the funnest thing ever you can do uh color of Gatorade that's dumped on the winning team. You can do what song opens up at the halftime show. Yep, you can do uh, length of the national anthem. That's usually an electric over-under to hit. Uh, you can do, I think, um, gosh, what's another one? I saw one where uh, like uh, you can bet on if a non-quarterback will throw a touchdown. Yep, color of the microphone, yeah. whether it's like gray, black, or white. I saw the first beer ad you can bet on. Um, like, Will it be Miller Lite? Will it be Bud mm. Light? Will it be whatever? Like, You can bet on that. Yeah, prop bets are just the best. And, and the we, Super we did... Bowl has the most. Yeah, yeah. they're awesome. Yeah, we just... We just did a bunch of them last segment they're the best yeah i can guarantee you when uh especially when football season comes around we're gonna have a lot more funny prop bets oh going my on. gosh dude yeah you you think it's crazy now you wait till <laughs> football's back and hockey like wild hockey is back true r.i.p uh Rip. i'll just jump right into it my bad beat i'm throwing it way back um we're going the bills versus patriots in 1998 jesus yeah so, I, so I, I, know, right? I was a year old yeah <laughs> I, I wasn't born so this is probably one of the worst bad beats I've ever seen. Uh, the Bills were favored plus three and a half. Um, or they were plus three and a half. I don't know why I said they were favored. But Buffalo was leading 21 to 17 with just a couple seconds left. Drew Bledsoe, that's how big of a throwback this throwback. is, throws a Hail Mary 
and they call pass interference on Buffalo. So the Patriots have an untimed down at the one yard line. They punch it in. They score. The Bills are pissed. Like the like I think it was in Buffalo. Like everyone's just going crazy. Mm-hmm. And in protest, I don't know why they protested it because they're the ones that screwed up. The Bills defenders walked off the field. Oh no! So mind you, after the touchdown, it's twenty three to twenty one. So kick the extra point, you're still good. Yeah. There's no defensive players on the field. Adam Vinatieri lines up for the PAT. Since there's nobody on the field, by himself, walks it in for the two point conversion. Bills don't cover. <laughs> oh my, that is ridiculous. That is insane. Oh my god. Can you imagine if Twitter was around then? <laughs> Dude, that's that's nuts. Yeah. So they don't cover. No, don't cover. They that's lo- some, that's something that would happen to me. Yeah. That's so bad. That, that's that's absolutely amazing. I had no clue that <laughs> that ever even happened. I just remember. Right. Uh, I think last season the Vikings got called against the Bucks for. Uh, a, a pass interference on um, a Hail Mary at the end of the second half, yep. or the end of the first half, and people lost their minds. Like, you don't, you never call it. Could you imagine? <laughs> Could you imagine back then? Right. Wow. So crazy. That's nuts. Yeah. I, I, like, I wish I had more to say about it, but I'm just kind of speechless on yeah, it. Yeah. Like, there's nothing else you can say. Some people got really screwed over by that. Some, yeah. some degenerates, yes, yeah, somewhere. What, what, what sucks is it does enable like the people that think that the NFL's rigged or blah, blah, blah. They're like, oh, well, they didn't want to cover, so they walked off. I'm like, I guarantee you they didn't care about the line at no, that point. No, they weren't <laughs> Calvin Ridleying it and betting on the game. <laughs> exactly. Ugh. Get out of here. Um, yeah, I got another one. So uh, these are bad beats, bad betting stories. Uh, I have anyone who bet on the Dodgers this week who were swept by the Pittsburgh Pirates. Zane just hit another swelling. Oh, God. Song. Allegedly. Uh, so on Wednesday specifically, the Dodgers were minus 275 to win, which means they were huge, huge favorites. Cam just hit another smelling. I think song. I'm dead inside. Yeah, those it wakes you up. Uh, yeah, Dodgers were minus 275, huge favorites. The Pirates plus 220. There, there are people on the internet who kept betting the Dodgers until, quote unquote, until they win, which never happened. They got swept by the Pittsburgh yeah. Pirates. Apparently, Dodgers against and Cam, you're a baseball guy. The Dodgers against f- poverty franchises is just bad. Isn't that crazy? So, uh, one of our own members of 10K actually, Plo, who I do a uh, podcast with, a sports betting podcast with the company, Shameless Plug. Um, he bet. Wait, give the name of it. Yeah. High risk, high reward. Now it's go. a shameless yeah. plug. Now it's a shameless, shameless plug. plug. Correct. Sorry. Uh, he bet the Dodgers money line every single game, and he had it because his big thing is he does like two team parlays, and he does like two, super big favorites, yeah. which you don't win a lot of money, but it's still like usually a good twenty dollars to win twenty eight dollars. Yeah, it's usually a good way to make money, honestly, yeah. for him, and it burned him three days in a row. So his biggest like grievance is against the Dodgers right now. Well, and I think the biggest winners was uh, the Pittsburgh uh, Pirates social media account. I'm not sure if you saw what they were doing, but they were just destroying the Dodgers the whole <laughs> series, man. I actually didn't. Oh, okay. They're hilarious. I, I need to well, look it up. Are the, social admins are picking their games up. Are the Dodgers like fa- they're probably favored to win the the um World Series? <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> this is smelling this, salt. Is, this is bad. I'm gonna, I'm going to hit a smelling salt. <laughs> oh gosh. Yeah, the, the one thing I learned, I actually learned it last night, don't bet against the Dodgers. I figured like, hey, maybe they're going to get into a slump, like they lost three in a row to the Pirates. They did beat the Mets the night before, but I picked the Mets money line last night and Little did I know the Dodgers were throwing somebody that was six and zero, and he's now seven and zero. And so, see, I so. know last year the Dodgers were like one of the only teams that were approaching that luxury tax. Are they still in that territory this year? Yeah, they're, I think it's even worse. They I couldn't Freddie Freeman. I oh, couldn't yeah, think yeah. of the word World Series. <laughs> Jack is still over here, just amazed with himself. I think I need help. <laughs> You're like baseball championship, whatever. <laughs> Earlier, I was like football. What do they they call it overtime? Like, <laughs> dude, this is bad. The so. Stanley Cup. 
NBA World Series. Well, yeah. we've only been we've only had like uh, three sports going on recently. Two of them in playoffs: hockey and basketball. And baseball. It's like I haven't been paying too much attention because there's just been hockey and well, uh, yeah, especially with how, playoffs. how bad the Twins were last year. I haven't really watched them since like last May, so I'm just yeah. get, kind of getting back into baseball. But yeah, it's crazy. It, like if if you don't know U.S. odds, like minus two seventy five is a very heavy favorite. Like you're gonna have to put up a lot of money to win a little bit. And it happened three days in a row that that did not happen. So that's that's pretty much a bad beat. 100% is a bad beat. I really wish I had that insider information and could have took the Pirates all three games. Yep. You admit you'd be rich. Time yes. to invent time travel. That's what we'll get to work on here. Uh, who else has a bad beat story? I got one right here. Last year, I think you guys remember this very, very well. Cleveland was up three, and the clock was winding down. Nick Chubb, he broke free oh, for my. what looked like a touchdown run, and it would have covered the 4.5 point spread. Instead, he decided, hey, I'm at the one-yard line. I'm just going to kneel it down quick. I'm not gonna, we're not going to do this. And boom, gay men's right there on the one-yard line. He doesn't score the touchdown. Can confirm, I had that. Yeah, he did. I was so pissed. I have a shocked look on my face because one of my bad beats was that. Yeah, but it's it's because he was on my fantasy team and I lost my game because. So there you go. It's (laughs) double header there, dude. Yeah, I had Cleveland. Yeah, would you say they were minus three and a half, right? Um, I uh, I don't. They four point five spread. Okay, okay, yeah, got it. So if he would have scored that touchdown, it would have been over. Cleveland would have covered. Yes, correct. I did have that spread confirmed, and I was so mad. I remember seeing all those stories. And all the people who would freak out at those athletes for doing that. Like, I lost my fantasy thing, and I always hated those people, and mm-hmm. I was that guy last year when yeah. that happened. So according to sports books, upwards to 90% of the action for that game was on Cleveland. Yeah, because they were they 90%. were like, that was a good spread. And like still looking back, I thought that was a good pick, and then that happened. Now yes. That, now that I think of it, I actually had the spread, too. Yeah. That, that's why I was like double pissed. Right, it. right, yeah. But even 90% of people, they... they all I know is sports books were very, very happy that game. They were very so, happy, yeah. right? Right, and you can't blame him for doing that because he just wanted the clock to run out and for the game to be over. He didn't want to risk giving them the ball back mm-hmm. and having something crazy happen. Well, like, and it's it, smart, but it pisses you off as a sports better. Well, and you know that he got death threats for that. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? You know so that bad. people were like, "You're the worst person ever." Oh, risk for sure. Evil over it, and this dude, it's like, hey, he's he's doing his job, which is for his team yeah. to freaking win. He doesn't yeah. care about anyone betting. He doesn't care about your fantasy team. I think he even tweeted like, "Hey, I don't care about your fantasy." team yeah i I win a game yeah Yeah. i do have another bad beat this one is crazy um not as crazy as my previous one but uh throwing it to college basketball which is by the way like my favorite sport to bet on because you can make a lot of money if you like know a little bit about it but uh so it was 2014 virginia was playing rutgers university uh rutgers was plus 18 because virginia was just a wagon back then uh well if i give you i'll give you the final score so virginia had 45 points yeah at the end that's tough mind you Rutgers is plus 18 right Rutgers final score 26 (laughs) that's the worst basketball game ever 50 40 something 26 45 to 26 oh my god and they didn't cover because they couldn't score more than 26 that's someone who took the under was very happy though. oh for sure but someone who took plus 18 definitely (laughs) is not sports betting anymore (laughs) (laughs) yeah they definitely quit after that you know what i want to put on this bad uh, beat thing but it hasn't even happened yet and i know we talked about this last week's show but the gophers opening game against new mexico state is that who it is or yeah yeah Yeah. 34 and a half 34 and a half favorites favorites. i i don't i just i don't know how you could bet gophers on that line Dude. Yeah. Especially when Jerry Kill is coaching New Mexico State, yeah, we, you just got to think that there's gonna, he's going to have some vendetta and he's going to come and bring it all. We yeah. yeah, we already brought this up last week if you listen, but uh, that's that's a lock we already have for September. Yeah, is uh, Gophers or uh, New Mexico, New Mexico State. State plus thirty four and a half against the Gophers Covering opening. the spread. Yes. Yeah. 
I was going to say, going back to that, this isn't really like a full-on bad beat story, but anyone who had the Gophers on homecoming last year, I think uh, they were mi- minus 28 and a half against Bowling Green, and then we lose by 14. That's ridiculous. And I did, I did have Gophers minus 28 and a half because I was just psyched that we were going to kick Bowling Green's butt on homecoming, and it just didn't happen. So just bad. boot them off the field. Would you have been happy, though, if they at least would have won? Yeah, okay. yeah, sure. Uh, as a Gopher fan, for sure. But as a sports better, I was deeply upset. Yeah, hundred percent. That was like the worst day ever. Yeah, you went into the day thinking like, "Hey, it's homecoming. We're playing a cupcake opponent," and then oh no, we lost by fourteen, and uh, all of us ended up bellied up to a Chili's bar eating chicken strips and drinking our sorrows away. Right, which <laughs> which which is why we are in the current situation of talking about taking New Mexico State plus thirty four and a half because we're afraid of a repeat there. The but, Gophers uh, let us down, man. To end the the final bad beat segment, I got. I got the uh, the California one from the other night. So I think this was on Thursday night. Uh, we had on Twitter, uh, this is his handle, FindGG33 had Padres money line against the Brewers on Thursday. Padres were minus 108 and blew it in the ninth inning. They also had Golden State minus 165 on Thursday night. Who blew it in the fourth quarter? Thanks, California. That, that guy can't close. Yeah. <laughs> Not at all. Imagine having both of those picks thinking that both are in the bag at the same time, and then both teams blow it like that. Once again, sounds like something I would do. Right. I have the worst. It's more relatable than anything. And while we're on while we're on track with these bad beats, uh, me on Friday night, I had Rangers versus Lightning over five and a half goals. At five goals, uh, Lightning pull Vasilevsky, uh, and over two minutes left, they score a goal, so they pull him again, and they're at five goals now. And in that two minutes, New York could not score an empty netter, and the Lightning could not put in a goal on six on five. Ooh. The, the two, em- over two and a half minutes, all I needed was one goal to cover the or hit, hit the over, and it just didn't happen. The so empty that, net has not been friendly to you lately. No, it hasn't. It, it used to be yeah, all the time, a, remember, at least the last round of the playoffs. This round of the playoffs, the conference finals, not an empty net guy. The empty net was great when we were in Vegas. We were at Stadium oh, yeah. Swim, and the Wild covered because of an empty net. And right. We're just going nuts. Dude, the everyone's em- like, what is happening? The empty netters love me when I take spreads <laughs> up until the this point Dude, so in vegas it was so electric where jj was freaking out so much he shouldered a guy oh, in the right. face like, yeah he, he almost knocked the dude out you know assaulted what? a person to pull allegedly up. that guy kind of deserved oh it. he, he definitely deserved, he was a bad person deserved yeah. it. but it was so funny because you know there's a thousand people there and there's these five kids freaking out and everyone's like what are you freaking what happened <laughs> yeah. and they're like what are you guys cheering about yeah. minnesota wild just hit the empty netter <laughs> yeah yeah we look like such losers oh yeah but all right, folks, that wraps up another episode of It's a Bet presented by 10,000 Takes. Thanks for listening to us. And if you want to follow us on, on any social media site, just search 10K Takes or 10K Stakes, our sports betting page with a Minnesotan flavor. Uh, you can also listen to our podcast, It's a Bit, which airs on Wednesday mornings if you search that. Otherwise, go to our website, 10KTakesMN.com, to read some of our blogs. We want to thank you guys for joining us this hour for It's a Bet presented by 10,000 Takes and the Fan. We'll see you next time.